Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business news podcast from Business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. Now look, everybody was looking at October's real estate data for Greater Vancouver, and I think a lot of people got excited about the boost in sales, but... I don't know what happens when you scratch below the surface and take a deeper dive on those numbers. Dane Itell of Itell Insights, he joins the show today to break down the latest data on detached homes and condos in this region. Dane, I want to thank you for joining us on the show once again. My pleasure, Tyler. Always a pleasure to be here with you and we'll talk some real estate today. Yeah, well, let's start with detached here because I think a lot of people were looking at what was it, like a 45% jump in sales in October according to the Real Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver. But tell me a little bit about what's going on with these numbers here. You know, it's interesting, right? I mean, and and it's truthful. over the year, uh, year over year, it was up 46%, I believe it was 46, 48. Um, but that's off poultry levels, right? I mean, horrible, horrible numbers that came in last year. True sales numbers for the detached market came in at 945 sales. So, I mean, it's really nothing to be screaming about. It's a positive, but um, only coming off of nominal levels. What we kind of see happening here in the detached market is really need-based buying. And, and that's kind of what's been driving this market a little bit more stabilized, just because it's the first time they're able to buy basically over the last two years since the stress test was really introduced. And when you say need-based, you're not talking necessarily about those investors that see the opportunity, but people that have to move in and out of the region. Absolutely. So exactly to your point, it's the single family, you know, purchasers, they're buying one property. It's it's not speculation time, even close to that yet. It's the guys that, uh, the families that have been trying to get into that detached market, probably were outbid during 2016 and 17 times um, and and then got hit with stretch test. So prices had to readjust down. uh, And and what we're actually seeing here in the detached market right across greater Vancouver is is a a different variety of markets, right? So we're seeing some markets that are actually over 30% off their peak. They're actually closer to their to their bottoms, technically speaking. What's going to happen over the next couple of years with those markets till 2021, and we see a bottom overall in Greater Vancouver, is really just a, a, a fine selling range. So it's it's kind of realized their losses, whereas we see other markets across Greater Vancouver that still have much further to go. So you have your leaders and your laggers, of course, in Greater Vancouver. What would be an example of a leader, and what would be an example of a laggard? I'm putting you on the spot right here. You, you are. Um, that's of course what we uh, we give to our clients, but just kind of overall, I mean, a Vancouver West. Is, is one of your leading indicators. Yeah. Uh, just so far, I mean, that market's down over 35%, I believe. And, and we're looking probably like a 42% total correction. So for 7%, I mean, yeah, you could go ahead and start looking at your personal property with the idea and the notion that you're not going to be losing too much more money. We have places such as Coquitlam, North Burnaby, some of these other areas that still have you know, 15 18% to go. So those still have... Uh, uh, quite a ways before we would say, and yes, through ITEL Insights, you got the green light to go ahead and start, you know, your purchasing ideas. Um, and, and that's what we see with the detached. I mean, the, the detached market also, technically speaking, is really hanging on for dear life to that 10-year uptrend. We've seen barely any movement since we've kind of broken through that a few months ago. Prices came back down for, uh, to 1533000 overall for the average sale price. So, you know, we're hanging right in there, right above the lower third of the market, which we're projecting to go. Our advice to sellers in this market, um, depending now, really, you, you really should be getting in touch with us because there are some markets that, honestly, you've realized your losses and, and there's no real panic. You're, you're almost in a holding pattern until we see the market start to rebound just for your, if it's an investment purposes, you've already realized your losses. Um, and, and like I say, some other markets, we still have further to go. 
what you're actually going to be seeing here in 2020 again um, is a need-based sell. And that's something brand new to this market that we haven't seen for a long, long time. And what we mean by that is in 2020, likely prices will come back down to that 1.4 mark, more than likely in that first quarter. That will be an equal to the 2015 prices. So when you go for your mortgage renewal, first of all, when you purchased it, prices went up over $400,000. The odds of somebody not taking out a, a, an equity line and having some fun with that money is, is, is rare. Um, but now you've lost all that equity and, and we're back down to absolutely flat. So it, it, you know, it might be some tough negotiations with the bank and, and maybe you just want to, you, you might be even forced to put the property on the market. So we're going to be seeing some need-based selling, which of course doesn't help the market in any prices going higher. Uh, we still believe the detached market is going to be going lower longer. On average, 2021 will be the absolute bottom when green light pretty much across the board you can be purchasing. Of course, some markets will be leading their way out as well. well one of the interesting things, though, is I think you had some critiques about the outlook that uh, the industry is giving for this right now. How right. does your outlook differ from what the industry is saying? You know, the, well, the industry has been saying, first of all, there was never a top, according to the real estate board, right? Like nobody ever said this is market's peaking. Um, they realized after the fact that it had peaked and then they said, okay, 2018 is going to be a recovery year. 2019 is going to be a recovery year. 2020 is going to be a recovery year. So eventually they will be right. (laughs) It's just that we're not there yet. And again, I don't mean to lambast the board. They have a job. Uh, Their job is to give an outlook for the realtors to the overall market, right? The realtors pay the board salary. It's not really a public entity, even though the public wishes that it was. So they do have some bias into saying that the market is always okay. Even when we were saying the market was overheated, it was they were still touting it as a good investment opportunity. And they've never really varied from that line. Um, other analysts will give you a 20-year outlook, which is fine and fair. However, that you know the 20-year outlook from the last two years has lost you roughly $360,000 so far. We, we say with that same outlook, if you had an 18-year outlook, outlook, you would do that much better by buying in closer to the market bottoms. So that, that's how we really analyze numbers. And even the board, to their credit again, um, they've kind of uh, backed away from saying, using GDP numbers have any relevance in a real estate market. First of all, they're a year late by the time they get out. And and, and so there is no real equation there. So they've, on their own accord, tried to make a monthly GDP. I don't know how sound or how how, uh, significant that will be. Uh, Again, we use technical features. We use real live data and use um, analytical interpretation to offer actionable intelligence for our clients. Okay, well, maybe why don't we shift over to condos because it's a bit of a different story there. Tell me a little bit what's going on sales versus, uh, say, prices. It is a bit different. And um, so, you know, with the detached market, we're very closer to that lower, entering into that lower third. The condo market, we're almost smack dab in the middle. Uh, And and that makes sense, Uh, just rule of thumb, condos lag detached markets roughly about a year, right? Um, So what we're seeing there is basically an attempt on the condo market, psychologically speaking, to not break down past this threshold, which we're qualifying as the middle threshold. And those that follow us or visit the ITEL Insights charts, our website, you can see the charts that we we produce publicly. And it's it's trying to stay in that middle range. It doesn't want to go below, let's say, 650,000, right? Right now it's at 661,204. It had reached last month 675, which was the first 20,000 spike increase in prices in over a year. So that was, you know, touted as a good sign. What, again, that truly meant was the market was already down 15%. 
that's your stress test mitigation in some ways, right? I mean, that's an overall, so some markets are off lower and, and so to speak. So you have that need-based buying going on and, and people want to get into that market for not investment purposes, but for personal sake. And this is where, it, you know, the old rule of thumb, it's great to pay off your own mortgage rather than paying somebody else's basically by renting. And we concur with that theory. However, um, so far over the last year, the market actually peaked in January of 2018 for the condo market at roughly 750. Now we're down to 661. So that's 90,000 gone in, in roughly two years. We're anticipating to see another $130,000 erode from this market. Okay. And the market will actually bottom out at 525. So your rent has to be fairly high to mitigate that price loss, right? So we, usually, yes, you want to buy. But in this instance, it's a nice feature that we can actually say, hey, if you wait and pick your timing, there's going to be a ton more inventory and there's going to be lower prices. And when you actually purchase, you can start off your purchase on the right foot by seeing some increase in your value rather than riding this wave down. Any thoughts on, on how people pick that right timing, though? Because it is a bit of a guessing game to a certain degree. Uh, of course, we've got analysts like you out there. Absolutely. And, and that's kind of the novel fact about ITEL Insights. Um, the, the analysts, you, you can check our track record versus the others. It, it's really impeccable. Um, we, we use different analytics, uh, different indicators, and true numbers. Like it's, it, it's not you know, the economic growth of BC. It's, it's just real estate numbers. And real estate, of course, has an epi- economic effect on BC, but we see being real estate the first priority, not the economics going the other way around. Um, and, and, and so again, uh, the, the track record is outstanding. We did pick the peak, and month after month, quarter after quarter, we continue to kind of prove ourselves out. Not only do we do this, I mean, in Greater Vancouver, of course, this is our flagship market, but we do this right across Canada. Um, And as we've been on your show in the past, you know, Halifax technically broke its feature. It's continually to be increasing in a a growth phase. And Fort McMurray, you know, we just updated the charts here the other day. It's a beautiful looking chart, right? It's actually breaking out of its downtrend. The bloodletting has stopped and we'll actually see some accruement back up in value in, in Fort McMurray, right? So it's not a one trick pony. It, it goes right across the, the broad spectrum of real estate right across Canada and proves itself time and time again. If we take a step back and have a broader look about what you think people should be investing in, uh, detached homes versus condos, I mean, I think there's a rule of thumb that a lot of people look at, but uh, what is your state right now in terms of the industry? Yeah, so I I see Greater Vancouver really changing in a lot of ways as we go forward. We've talked about it, I believe, in the past, kind of moving more to a New York model where we we have a lot of high rises and, and the few own the majority property and the majority just kind of rent because prices eventually will increase, as we know, over the next few years years. So for investment purposes, of, of course, not every, nothing goes straight up, even though some economists or analysts would prefer it being that way. Markets do have cycles, especially in real estate. So that being said, there is an affliction that you're market-based. If the market's rising, every asset class does rise. When the market peaks out and falls off, of course, the detached falls off. However, the condo market, what this market will be experiencing here in the next couple of years, is an additional inventory that that the market isn't really anticipating or ready for in in some aspects. The detached market is an ever-shrinking asset class, if you think about it. Nobody's knocking down a condo building to build five houses. They will knock down five houses to build a condo building. So, I mean, it's becoming a rarer commodity. As commodities do get rarer, they increase in value. The condo market If you invest in it, I mean, of course, markets go up and down, but then you're also afflicted by if there's a brand new building coming in a couple of blocks away, your resale value will be hurt until that building has sold out. 
Then you have, I mean, strata. If there's, if, you know, there's a roof that needs to be replaced, but some of the owners don't want to do it, you got to fight with that. If you own the property and you want to take care of it, it's completely your choice. And again, shrinking asset classes will exponentially increase the value rather than an expanding asset class. Of course, condos will go up, just not in lockstep to the detached market. And even though percentages do stay the same, um, the percentages kind of tell a different story on a hundred and eighty or one point eight million dollar property versus a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar property at their peaks. Down ten percent, one seventy five thousand, one's one hundred and eighty. And then again, we go to the inverse when the markets go back up. it'll be a very nice day for the detached investors, likely in 2021 going forward. Okay, well, Dane, we'll we'll need to get you back in next month. We can break down those November numbers as well. Sounds great, Tyler. I can't wait. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. That's Dane Itell of Itell Insights. And that's it for the show today. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, you can get your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. For now, I'm Tyler Orton, and we'll be back after the weekend on Monday.